All right, so the question Drew and I get asked every single day is how do you start a podcast? When we were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we both had so many questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen to? And most importantly, how do we make money from our podcast? The answer is simple. Anchor. Anchor is your one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all people, it's 100% free and it's ridiculously easy to use. Even Drew can use it. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, guys, that's exactly what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and Drew and the whole diverse community of podcasters around the world that are already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. We can't wait to hear your podcast. All right, you are now tuned in to the follow through with Clips and Drew, the true players podcast. Today was a good day in L.A. for some basketball fans. We were going to have an emergency podcast and discuss LeBron James coming to Los Angeles and all the free agency drama that's been going on. But it turned into a full-blown podcast. We're giving you the breakdown of everything that's happened in L.A. And now we find out that Boogie Cousins is a Golden State Warrior. Our mind is blown. It's the follow-through with Clips and Drew. Drew, give me just give me some ice cube. Didn't mean to interrupt like Mount Vesuvius. I'm about due to erupt. Use it or I'm losing it. They say I need to loosen up. Tight, I'm well taught. I must do the max like us. I do have something to say. So you got to give it up. Give it up. You never heard What up, podcast world? What's up, everybody? Showtime yeah. is back in LA. Yeah, dude. I, this is an emergency podcast, reaction podcast. I don't even know what we're calling it, dude. Yeah. But you're now tuned in to the follow-through with Clips and Drew, the Players Podcast. Oh, man. My favorite. I'm using it again, Drew. I like that. Um, like I said, Showtime's back in LA. I'm my, I'm literally my, I'm mind-fucked right now. Yeah. Drew is officially sitting in my living room with his New Jersey sets, Kobe Bryant, shorts on yep his throwback luke walton jersey on correct that i had to wear after our bet that's right i had to bring it back i have so much to say my brain is going to explode but i am going to let drew yeah because this is his day laker fans yeah this man is, this is your day i'm gonna let you go for a minute and i'm just gonna sit back okay. and uh and uh let it marinate for a minute so laker fans stand up we're back it's nice I will be quite honest. I was shocked yesterday. Shocked. Yesterday, July first was my birthday. I am now twenty nine years old, and thirty five. 
And as I sat there in my parents' living room having a lovely celebration, the phone starts blowing up. And actually, I didn't even have my phone with me. It was my girlfriend sitting there. She goes, um, hey, do you have your phone with you? And I said, no, we're watching World Cup soccer. She goes, I think you need to get your phone. I'm going to get your phone. I'm going to grab your phone for you. Comes back and then my world just like, sh- like everything slowed way down. And um, amongst the text messages and tweets and Instagram posts, for a second I thought it was a bunch of bullshit. Mm-hmm. But the more and more that poured in, the realization kind of hit that LeBron James is a Laker. LeBron fucking James. LeBron James is a Los Angeles Laker. Oh, he signed a four-year deal with with clearly the best NBA franchise, period, the Los Angeles Lakers. And so here's here's I had to take I, I I'm I'm a little torn on this. I am very excited for what's going to happen here. Uh, I'm excited for my franchise. I came out throughout the last year and didn't expect LeBron to come. I thought for sure he was staying in Cleveland. I would have bet all my money. You had Paul, your money on Paul George. I had my money on Paul George, and then the Kawhi thing was very intriguing to me. I thought those were probably more likely to, to get done for the Lakers. And then not only did I think that, but I thought for sure LeBron would draw this out a little bit, mm-hmm. give everybody some time. He learned his lesson. Take some meetings. You thought he was actually going to take those meetings. Not necessarily take meetings, but... You know, there was talks of him having a documentary following him around for this offseason and, and this, you know, decision 3.0 thing that he was doing. And I thought for sure he would want to try and stretch that out. And But, dude, wasted no time. Magic Johnson, salute to you, sir. The Lakers have done it again. We signed another huge free agent in the list of massive free agent signings that we've gone well, through. You haven't had a massive one until uh, since Shaq, dude. Right. You haven't had a massive one since Shaq, and that was no. That but was the Lakers almost- franchise is all about signing massive free agents. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Okay, but Will Chamberlain. I'm saying the last one that you had was Shaq, which was the biggest free agent at the time. Yeah. You guys did it again this year. We did, which is huge. Yeah. Um. So, I I know this is a. Uh, Great step forward for the franchise. Anytime you can get a caliber player, LeBron James, regardless of how old he is, and regardless of the current roster makeup, you know that's a franchise-altering free agent signing. And I'm excited that the Lakers are going to be good again. I'm excited that we're actually going to win. We're going to be in the playoffs. I'm excited to hopefully attract more big, big money, massive free agents. You know, maybe not this offseason. We'll get into that in a little bit. But certainly in the uh, upcoming seasons, Everything is moving forward nicely. Now, this is where the me being torn comes in is I don't know I don't like LeBron James that much. Right. I really don't. Uh, I respect him. I absolutely admire his work ethic and the just the incredible basketball player that he is. So from that alone, I'm okay with this move. But I'm just not the biggest LeBron James fan. I, I ride with Kobe. I want to I know I, I always God, I want to get into this. I always so I always set on that side. And I'm not gonna be one of those. I'm not gonna be one of those guys that just immediately jumps ship, and and goes, "Oh, LeBron, I love you so much. Like, thank God you showed up." Like, and I think you know, if Laker fans are realistic, the majority of Laker fans that are realistic will kind of feel this little bit happy and sad at the same time. This little mix of emotions. I don't know. I, I think I'm still in, in shock a little bit. We all are. I, it's gonna take some time to process it. I think I'm gonna need to see him in a jersey before oh. it actually hits me. Uh, like reality, like I'm going to get to watch LeBron James 
play as a Laker for the next, at least the next, you know, two to three, four years, unless something crazy happens. Can I go? Yeah, say something. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. No, I, there's a lot to say. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be the first one to say shout out to the fucking Lakers, dude. Yeah. Magic Johnson at 9.01 p.m. was at fucking LeBron James' house. Mm. 9.01 at his house. LeBron James and Magic Johnson, in the 16 years LeBron James has been within the NBA family, in the league, Magic and LeBron have never sat down and talked. Have really? never Never in their lives have they. It's been That's a, weird. R- really weird, right? And, yeah. Uh, LeBron is notorious, has said his whole career. Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Magic Johnson, these are the guys that I right. look up to. right. Never have they. I got the chills talking right now, dude, because I'm having flashbacks of the first time I met Magic. There's this aura around this man when you meet him and his smile and like everything about him is engaging and um, it, it's phenomenal. And they had never met before in their lives. And Magic being. They had to have met. No, they've, they've met. Excuse me. They'd never sat down and wrapped out. Like got they, you. Like they never had dinner. Lunch or, yeah, yeah right, 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 never, right. They never done that. It's been in passing. Gotcha. Much respect. Blah, gotcha, blah, blah. Gotcha. They both talked very highly about each other. It's very strange that that hasn't happened before. It is. It is. And I don't know if that's because of uh, Magic's position within, you know, as the different an owner. organizations, yeah, yeah, tampering yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah and Magic's right. already been caught for that. Yep. Um, so number one key is uh, I'm going to take it back a couple days because you and I talked about this when Magic when they were probing Magic about if you don't sign one of these big free right. agents and if you can Drew play the clip play the clip right now. How much pressure do you feel personally? No pressure on me. I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna do my job. I've always done that. Look, I've been playing and you know how many finals I've been in. <laughs> so you think I'm worried about this? <laughs> I played against Larry Bird in the finals. I mean, come on, man. I've been in nine finals. You know, I've been in college NCAA championship. You yeah, know? This is a different job. I'm Magic Johnson. I'm just still the same dude. I'm not going to change. There's no pressure on me. I'm going to do my job. That's what I do. I do my job. I'm excited. I'm, it's fun. Right. And a lot of people took that as cockiness being like either he's being really insecure and just, you know, not sure if he can right. do it or he knows something that we don't. Right. So anyways, Magic is at the house at 901. Yep. They meet, they have, di- they, they eat, they talk for three hours. Kobe got on the phone. Yep. Called Kobe. Kobe is a big fan of LeBron. Of course. Backtrack a second again. This is what GMs have to do. If you want the fucking pot of gold, you have to go get the pot of gold. Yeah. And it's a lot easier for somebody like Magic Johnson. He can relate to these guys, dude. His personality is amazing. He could sell water to a fucking whale, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I think that decision was made that night. In that room. I, well, I think the decision was made when we announced that his son signed with Sierra Canyon. Sure, sure. yeah, yeah. Okay, I think, we, I think we both knew that... That was a big step. It was a huge step. Yeah, that was a big step. Um, I think we all knew as NBA fans at the press conference when they lose the game and, and LeBron's up there and he says, I'm going to have to sit and talk to my family. Right. Because it's easy for him to defer to the family to not make it look like I want the fuck out of here. Right. Like, which is obvious he wanted, right? Yeah, I think so. He was fed up. I think LeBron knew he was coming to L.A. And whether Magic had planted the seed a while back, because this shit went really fast, dog. It did go fast. Like, he didn't he didn't show up to the meeting with... Philly. With Philly. Right, just the representatives. Just the supposedly. reps. And I think... I don't even know how well that meeting went. It was and like right after the meeting they announced that LeBron's going to go. I think they did it out of respect just for sure. for whatever it is. Yeah. He didn't take a phone call from, from, uh, from Cleveland. If LeBron doesn't win the title for Cleveland, okay. if he hadn't won his in Cleveland against the Warriors, yeah, I, I 
with Kyrie. Yeah, yeah. Le- LeBron's still there. You think I, he stays to, to keep to the get, mission going? To get that chip. Sure. Man. I think I think he's so pro-Ohio and pro-Akron and pro-Cleveland that sure. uh, he would still be there. I could see that. Yeah, and and on it, like I said, the, the whole time I thought for sure he was going to do one more run. One more run in Cleveland. But this all makes sense, right? So right. he signs a four-year deal in L.A. His kid's got four years in high school. The whole idea is by that period in time, I mean, Adam Silver already came out and said it, that yep. by 2021-ish, 2022, i.e. right after, right around the time LeBron James Jr. is graduating from high school, Bronny. they may have the one-and-done rule done, It'd be over with. You may be able to come right out of high school and go to the NBA. And he's on the pace to be that good. Like, the kid's good. He's also, yeah, I mean, he's LeBron James's kid. He's going <laughs> to he's gonna grow. This, this next two years is going to be really where we start to see him. Right start growing and, and, and developing more and more strength. I mean, he's already trying to dunk in eighth grade games yeah. and stuff. And, you know, it's only a matter of time. If, if you can, if you can see people that have paid attention at all to the JBA or, or Mello, his athleticism has blossomed tremendously Big in 18 time. months. He's, wow. he's out here doing in between the leg dunks wow. and he's just 17 years old. And, and that really went from him not being able to touch the rim 18 months ago. Getting hung. And now he's, He's doing whatever he wants He's out there. He's dumping so, 40 on these Yeah. Guys. So now, so similarly, I think we're going to see kind of the growth of this kid as, as all children's do. You right. know, they go from eighth grade to the, into the high school rankings and you become a man. So they're setting up really nicely for LeBron to be a free agent the same year his son is entering the NBA. And his dream, I think, is going to be realized. Maybe even if it's just one year or whatever, barring injury. He's going to try and set it up to wherever his son gets drafted. He can go be a free agent, sign a one-year deal. He can last another four. He can last another six if he wants to. He can yeah. play at forty, dude. Right. He's in better shape now at thirty-three than he than than Vince Carter was at thirty-three. Sure. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if that's his goal, I don't see. LeBron. I mean, Jason Terry played last season, so he, right. he's forty. Dirk and Whiskey's still out here playing, so right. like it's not impossible. Kobe played until thirty-nine. Obviously, he was more banged up, but so. To just kind of, I don't know, recap what the fuck happened. <laughs> LeBron comes, and then immediately there's this litany of contracts that the Lakers have announced within moments after. Uh, Contavious Caldwell Pope, one-year deal for $12 million. JaVale McGee, one-year deal. I don't know how much he got paid. We signed Lance Stevenson to a one-year deal, and then recently we just announced that we signed Rajon Rondo, along with signing our rookie, Mo Wagner, which obviously is back-page news now. Five signings in roughly 36 hours. The Lakers have made decisions here. Now, moving forward, I don't want to get too excited about LeBron. As you can tell, I'm not that excited about it. I'm not overly hyped. I'm not over the moon about this because realistically right now, we're no better than the six seed, seven seed, maybe a five. I think that's bullshit. Maybe, think- with, maybe a five with LeBron. I think you're. I think you're cutting yourself way short. No, but if you think about our roster, the way it's con- the way it's constructed right now, and we know that the way LeBron likes to play is with shooters. That's the best way for him to play. That's why Kyle Korver, Mike Miller, all these guys, James Jones. I mean, made a fucking career following LeBron around hitting a corner three once every three games. Mm-hmm. Uh, he plays better with spot up shooters, and right now the Lakers have two. If Lonzo's one of them and he's not even no one of them. KCP right decent shooter right and Kuzma really kind of our Mid-range. second best no he's a good three point mm-hmm. shooter second best three point shooter on the team Mo Wagner actually kind of a good shooter so that he plays a little bit there but right now our starting lineup as it goes in my head you have Lonzo Ball at the one or Rondo you don't think Rondo's going to beat him out it's possible but I'm I uh, there's no way in my mind you sign Rondo to put Lonzo on the bench 
I'm not saying on the bench, but uh, so starting Lonzo Ball would Rondo, be number one. Rondo come off the bench? Yes. Has he come off the bench ever in his career? Has he? I don't know. He's about to. Is it, you think you think Rajon Rondo? Yes, is coming to the Lakers to, to one year deal to be a backup to Lonzo Ball. Yes, I do not see that. And if that's the case, who wants gonna who be wants Rondo beef? and LeBron on the on the floor at the same time? You they wouldn't want to see Rajon Rondo and LeBron. They're going to play together. together, but having them on the floor together is almost like having Ben Simmons and, and LeBron on the floor together. Rondo, his weakness, as we know, is jump shooting. Yeah, right. A distributor. So all he's going to do is dribble the ball. We all know LeBron. Likes to bring the ball up the floor. He essentially plays point guard whenever he feels like it. So what is Rondo going to do out there when LeBron's handling the ball? Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm so let me get my five out before you cut me get off. Get your again. fucking five out. Jesus Christ, man. Lonzo Ball at one, mm. KCP at two, LeBron at the three, Ingram at the four, and McGee at the five. That's not a great. No, it's not a great lineup. No. And even if you put Rondo in the lineup, even if you put Stevenson in the lineup, which I think both of them are coming off the bench. And strengthening that second unit. We're going to have a nice second unit. Still not the best roster. You're still kind of looking a little bit like Cleveland last year. My point is, let's just say they finish as high as three or four. Mm-hmm. They're not. We're not better than Houston right now. Right. We're not better than Golden State right now. There's an argument if Kawhi stays in San Antonio, we might not be better than them. So the excitement needs to be quelled because we're not going to win a championship regardless of where we finish. If our roster stays the same way right now and if Golden State continues to do what they're doing. So, what this means to me is, especially with this litany of one-year deals, we are really gearing up for next summer. We, I think we're, we're probably admitting defeat, at least in the offseason, for Kawhi. It's possible that things get spicy during the regular season this coming year and we make a trade for him before the trade deadline. He does a sign-and-trade kind of thing and he comes to Lakers early. Most likely... We're putting all our chips in on 2019 going after Kawhi or Clay Thompson or whoever else that we find to fill the spots to make LeBron happy and make this team a, an actual contender, an actual competitor. So mostly at this point, I'm super excited to see how LeBron can play with our young players like Lonzo, like Kuzma, like Ingram, and make them develop, see if they can, if they can develop, which is something he really hasn't done, develop young talent. He's never done that in his career. Never really developed young talent. He expects young he talent. He like playing with young talent. He expects young talent to rise to his level, which is not always easy. But I think those three guys that I named are relatively cerebral basketball players, and they'll find a way to work it out with him, if given the opportunity. That being said, I'm really excited about what next summer looks like and the future for the Lakers organization. Not so much excited that... Okay, now we're gonna rings are just gonna start falling from the sky because LeBron signed, because that's not realistic. Well, I think I, I, I'm gonna totally disagree with you, and this is coming from a non-Laker fan. I think that the decision LeBron made was definitely the best decision he could make career-wise. Like it's he's with Kyle Kuzma, Lonzo Ball, and Brandon Ingram have a huge upside. We all know this. We've been saying this all yeah. year. Everybody knows. Anybody that knows fucking basketball knows this. I think LeBron. Looks at them like they're gonna. He's gonna sun all of them, you know, and and I think they're accepting of that. There's nobody that's gonna try to big league brawn on nope. that squad. And the way I'm seeing it, I'm see, I'm hoping Kuzma and Ingram and Lonzo are fucking at on this dude's hip the whole time. If I'm yeah. a Laker fan, I'm I'm gonna beat try to beat LeBron to the gym, to the gym every single day. Sure. Um, I think the addition of Lance Stevenson was huge. Lance has a lot of playoff experience. The fact that Lance and Braun are playing together is awesome to me. I love Lance Stevenson. Sure. I love Rajon Rondo. Mm-hmm. I love LeBron James. That dynamic that they have, just those three that I just named are three 
fucking competitors. Yes, both of them. absolutely. Um, and when you say that they're not going to compete with, you don't think they might compete with Golden State or Houston. I kind of feel the different. I feel differently about that. I feel like Lance and Rondo are brought in there to be those guys that sure. that the Houston's were missing and that the Cleveland's were missing. Okay. Uh, obviously, we're not going to know until till the fucking ball's tipped. Right. Um, but if you look at Golden State's roster and Houston's roster right now, sure, Rajon and Lance can impact defensively. Mm-hmm. But where are they? Where are we going to get those points out of them? That's you, a, gonna, that's a, you need some shooters. That's, that's the what thing. you want. We need, the, we need production on both ends, right? Mm-hmm. Lance and Rondo are great defensive players, top-notch. Mm-hmm. Even even at Rondo's kind of advanced stage, he's still a really good defensive player. And I actually really enjoy Rondo watching him play. And I, I agree with the, the Lance Stevenson thing you said. He's great and the competitive edge. We we, we essentially signed dogs right there. They're, dogs. They're going to they're gonna fight right. for every fucking minute. And right. we're, we're, if it comes down to it... We're gonna try and get that win, you know. In any in any regular season playoff game, those guys are gonna fight until the Laker, end. So I'm cool with that. Laker Nation is going to love Lance Stevenson. I agree. They are going to love Rajon Rondo. Mm-hmm. And I want to take a break because I think I, this this needs to continue because I okay. need to get into everybody had been hitting me up mm-hmm. about my feelings and like yes. where I stand as a Clipper fan. Right. I have a lot to say about this, okay. dude. Let's talk about it. All right. All right, it's the follow through with Clips and Drew, the True Players podcast. That's right. We were gonna just do one segment talking about free agency, but we got to keep this going, Drew, because we haven't even really. There's a lot. There's a lot that goes into this, just this one move. I mean, it's it's a it's been a while since the best player on in the NBA has moved, right? Kevin Durant, big move. Mm-hmm. Maybe at that time, maybe the best player, maybe not. Probably LeBron still, but four years ago is when LeBron decided to move again. So. How does the other half of Los Angeles uh, feel right now? The, speak for the Clippers right now. You want me to speak on behalf speak, of Clipper Nation? Speak on behalf of Clippers, and then of course by uh, on your own, on your own as well. I want to hear your own thoughts. You know, how are you feeling? I'm going to tell you, dude. I when everything went down yesterday, Drew, my phone. I was at a, a, a three year old birthday party yesterday with a coworker, and my phone wouldn't stop ringing. Instagram was blowing me up. Everything was going in. I, I couldn't even have time. I didn't even have time to let it sit. Like right. my favorite player in the world, LeBron James, is on the fucking Lakers. And this takes me back to '95 when fucking Shaq came. Right? Yeah. Shaq, my favorite player. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Went to the Lakers. One thing I don't think people really understand, Drew, is they look at Clipper fans as like, oh, well. You know, JV squad, the stepchild, the stepchild. Yeah. You know, you're always going to be in late. We always have been. I'm, I am not the guy that's going to negate that and not say that we aren't. Right. Sure. You know, you we guys, are. You guys play in Staples Center with the we, home of the Lakers. We do. Okay. <laughs> we do. I get it. You know, but unfortunately, this is who I am. This is who yeah. we are. Real Clipper fans understand this. And it's, it's funny how we've, we lost a lot of real Clipper fans. Um, this past year, you know, we gained a lot when yeah. when Blake was cool. We gained yep. a lot when when CP was cool. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, like, there's only a few of us. Yeah, the, a few of us OGs. The bandwagon law. <sighs> Man, there ain't, let me tell you one thing about me. There ain't no bandwagon. Yeah. Right. And 
so last night I had a lot of time. I left the party early because I really wanted this to soak in because it, it's big for me, guys. I like we live this shit. Yeah, man. I live this. People know me as Clips. Like I am a Clipper fucking fan. I am the OG Clipper fan. Um, everybody in Clipper Nation knows me. I grew up with the Clippers. Like this organization is my organization, and it wasn't shocking right. that LeBron came. Yeah, the whole the whole year people were setting up Los Angeles as a pretty likely destination right obviously there was cleveland and there was a lot of other cities in the mix that wanted to be involved mm-hmm. and la was the location and there was thoughts that perhaps the clippers could make a play and it just didn't happen well we missed our opportunity okay we had chris paul blake griffin deandre jordan jamal yeah. crawford jj reddick fucking karam butler kenya martin we had everybody that we had that we needed to win a championship and we didn't get it done right we had the coaching uh-huh we had the new owner yeah we had everything that we we needed to succeed and we didn't yeah in true clipper f- fashion okay and it was a great ride the last six years have been yeah. literally as a clipper fan the, the best i've ever had absolutely those days are fucking over okay and when I was in my feelings yesterday, Drew, and LeBron was coming to town, I realized that I'm not mad. No. I'm not mad at LeBron. I get the decision. I understand why he did that. I understand why you want to play in Los Angeles. Who wouldn't want to play in Los Angeles? Who wouldn't want their kids to go to the best schools? Right. Who wouldn't want Magic Johnson as their owner? You know what I mean? Or their GM, whatever you, whatever the fuck he is. President of basketball. President of basketball operations. Rob Palenka is the GM. So... Going back, I hated the Lakers for a long time, Drew. Yeah. I had to hate them. Right. And it all stemmed from Kobe, right? I had to hate Kobe. And we talked about the personal beef that I had with Kobe. Right. You know what I mean? Back in the day. And then you obviously, when you're younger, you hate the team that beats you all the fucking time. Right. Of course. You hate the team that's literally in, in, you know, I'm, I'm looking through your window every single day and you're winning everything. Right. I had to hate them. And then we had this, these five years, six years of like, okay. We owned it. Like, we ran L.A., Lob City. We had all that shit. And then the Lakers get this new crop of players, right, that we've been talking about uh, ourselves on this podcast for a year. And I don't hate Lonzo Ball. I like Lonzo Ball. I don't hate Brandon Ingram. I like Brandon Ingram. I I think Kyle Kuzma is going to be an all-star, you know, at some point. Sure. I love LeBron James. I love Magic Johnson, right? Mm -hmm. So, yesterday... I understood why LeBron made the decision, okay? And why he chose to come to the Lakers. The thing that I realized what I hate the most about the Lakers is the fan base. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. That's and this, fair. And, 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 and this is... No, that's to, fair. It's super fair. And yeah. This is what's going towards what you said earlier. Yeah. Is this. LeBron is now playing for the fan base for the past 15 years that has hated him. Mm-hmm. Hated him. Has he's never going to be Kobe. He's never going to be the GOAT. If he was better than Kobe, he's not better than Mike. The fan base and my closest friends, you being involved, I've listened to and talked to and never liked LeBron James at all. Yeah. And then now all of a sudden he's on your team and now everybody's praising him. And I, I don't, and this is where it comes into being a Clipper fan. We don't, I don't know that shit. There's no swaying with loyalty with me. So to all my friends that, hit me up that haven't talked to me in five years right all these the, you guys have been quiet for a really long time never said a fucking thing oh now who's running la now who's got the king but so i'm not mad at the lakers okay i'm excited for the lakers being that the pros for this drew is the fact that we have the best player in the world playing 30 miles from us yeah but as a basketball fan 
as as hard as it is to see your rival team make all these pickups, right? Yeah. Get everybody. Uh, dude, like I said in the first segment, I love Lance Stevenson. I've always loved Lance Stevenson. I've always loved Ray John Rondo. I've always loved LeBron James. I'm not going to be the guy that's going to be like, well, fuck him. Right. Like I used to be because we're grown and we can't do that. And then doing this podcast has really humbled me too, dude. And I think it has you as well. Sure. Because, you know, even as basketball fans, as much as we don't like seeing Golden State Warriors win the title, you got to respect them. And we got to, you got to love Steph. You got to love Clay. You got to love watching what, what, what Draymond's doing. They, you got to understand why Kevin Durant went to the Golden State Warriors. Right. If LeBron, if people really cared about legacy and you think LeBron really gives a fuck about his legacy, which he's already cemented in stone, if he thinks he owes Cleveland anything, he doesn't. And that's why this time around, the Cleveland fans aren't, they're not burning his jersey. Good. Right? And I think yeah. they, they get it, right? He did it. I mean, he did the damn thing. He gave, he got him a championship, man. The city of Cleveland has been waiting for a long time for a championship in any form or fashion, any sport. And he did it. He delivered one. He beat one of the greatest teams assembled. And then they had to re-up by bringing Kevin Durant in order to beat him. So, like, yeah, I think it's respectable. Uh, and I think I think the Cleveland fans really got to see greatness too. That's the other thing. I think they're yeah. actually they actually are understanding that this is a once in a generation, maybe once in a once in an entire athletic sport kind of a player. And to your point, man, I mean, you talked about bandwagon fans that jumped on uh, the Clippers when they were good, when they got Chris Paul and Blake and DJ, and you guys had your run. Man, oh man, the bandwagons are getting pretty full right now for the Lakers. It's full. Welcome to uh, welcome to LA, all LeBron fans. First of all, because yeah. that he those are international. He so has, what? Do, so what do I do, Drew? This is okay. I, I had I this this is where I'm torn. Okay. What do I do? Because it's obvious my Clippers are going nowhere. Okay. Sure. We're not not right now. There may be a grand scheme of things. I am a Clipper fan. Right. I am going to always be a Clipper fan. I'm rooting for the Clippers. But then we have. I, I can't wait to see this team. I can't wait to see LeBron with these guys. Mm-hmm. I can't, and if Clipper Nation gets mad at me about that, then I'm fucking sorry, dude. Right. I can't wait to see it. And as much as it's like, it's like, it's like seeing, it's like seeing an ex girlfriend, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, who you had a wonderful relationship with, um, but things didn't work out. You see her and go get married, you right. know, to another to another dude. Yeah. But you're really happy for her, right? Yeah. Right. Like there's she's no because anim- she's happy because she's happy, yeah, right? 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 And and there's no animosity, right? You know, I don't hate you and I don't hate your new guy, right? I'm just happy that you're here, and I'm happy that we could still be friends and like talk about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure. Like it may be a little weird. So I'm hearing, I'm hearing, maybe you might be a Lakers. No, fan I, okay. So that <laughs> so this is where I'm at though, Drew. Right. And this is weird for me, and I, uh-huh. I and, and it's different than I remember when Kobe was going to be a Clipper. Yeah, that, and I was that year. extremely distraught. My parents, I think it was. Parents wanted to put me on suicide watch. Mm. Like it was insane, mm. jokingly suicide. No, no, watch, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But they get it. Yeah. And my pops hasn't called me in three days, and I understand why. <laughs> He's they, giving you some time. Yeah, they think I'm. They think I'm really upset, and right. it's not. It's not the fact that I'm up. That I'm upset that the Lakers have this great team. I'm more upset at the fact that the Clippers are where they're at, you know. Sure. But what do I what what do I do, Drew? So here's the thing, right? Like you've been a LeBron fan the whole time. Yes. Right. So would you have would you have considered yourself a Clipper fan and a Cleveland fan last year? Definitely. Okay. So then, what's really the difference? I mean, I'm I understand. For- I understand the difference 
being obviously the Clippers don't really have any kind of rivalry or ties right. to the Cavs, right? So that maybe that's more agreeable. But you know, the best part of being a fan is that you can be a fan of whatever the fuck you want. You know, that's that's the, that is the best part of sports. Is I can live in Los Angeles and I could be a Milwaukee Bucks fan, right? Right? And and sure, people can say, well, why are you Milwaukee? Blah blah blah. It doesn't fucking matter. Like I have that choice, right? And this is something that you will kind of you know play out in the next you know years to come, next two three years. No, but I can't. My point is, is that you're gonna you're gonna find your happy medium. You're still gonna root for LeBron's success because you're a fan of his. I am. And and I don't I don't think you rooting for LeBron's success and and then therefore rooting for the Lakers' success really should encompass anything to do with your fandom for the Clippers. You're mm-hmm. still going to root for the Clippers to win every game. You're still going to root for the Clippers to be, uh, you know, as good a franchise as possible. You're still going to hope that Jerry West is pulling strings behind the scenes. And then you guys will make a play to make something happen. The whole thing for me revolves around the idea that it's it's not like you're all of a sudden turning into a Golden State Warriors fan. Right. Right. You're not a fan of LeBron because, oh, maybe he's going to win a ring again now. Because we already discussed, he's not right now. There's no championship coming his way at at the Lakers right I, now. I, I, the I, way I, that it is right now, I, there's I, no championship. I, I'm, I'm honestly, bro. After what I saw in this last playoff, uh-huh. I, I'm not putting that against him. I don't. It, I'm not saying that. I think he could beat Houston, and I think they. I think they could compete against the Golden State Warriors. Okay. If if the Lakers put in their time which I hope they do, and again, we're just fucking repeating ourselves when I say this, if Lonzo Ball and, and, and Kyle Kuzma really understand who the fuck they have on their team, and LeBron's not coming to this team without expectations. Right. LeBron's not coming to this team without setting goals for everybody else, and if you're not performing on LeBron's LeBron James' team, you won't be fucking playing. Yep. And it's not even LeBron James. If you're not playing... Uh, up to Rajon Rondo standards, this motherfucker's going to tell you we're not sugarcoating shit. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of these guys haven't had that stuff. Sure. Anyways, we're get we can get into this in the third segment, but this is all still new to me too, right? You know, but who am I? Who am I being, Mister Clipper Nation, to not want to see the Lakers fail and not want to see LeBron fail? Most people in this situation, like Cleveland fans, when LeBron went to Miami, they're like, "Oh, I hope he fucking tears his ACL." You know what I mean? Right. I hope he gets shot in a, in a fucking in in Miami. Right. Have fun going there. Right. That's not me, dude. And Los Angeles right now is is the mecca of NBA basketball. It's not New York City. It's not anywhere else. It's Los Angeles right here. Santa Monica fucking Staples Center is going to be the forum of 1987 once again. Mm-hmm. Every night's going to be sold out. We all saw today season tickets went up 45%. Of course they did. They did. There let, let me get one thing clear though. Sure. There is going to be no I'm never going to be wearing a Laker jersey. I'm not going to rock a Good. fucking LeBron. I'm not it's not me and it will never be me. Good. I am Clipper Nation through and through. But for any of us Le- real LeBron fans that don't want to see the Lakers succeed or LeBron. This team is being made to win a championship. That's the whole point of this. Right, but it's not there yet. We don't, It's not there yet. But we and, and we're not finished. That's the other side True. of it. I mean, we're sitting here. It's July 2nd. There right. could be mo- other moves to make. True. Right now, the Lakers are pretty much capped out on, on uh, cap room. Cap space is limited right now. Mm-hmm. So if, if we were to bring another big-name free agent, there, there would have to be some moves made like trades. 
including like Luol Deng and mm-hmm. other things like that to bring in to even have enough space to bring in someone like DeMarcus I'm surprised they have all the space. I can't believe they're signing all of these people. That's so. This is my point: is that it? It when I when I said this in the beginning, these all these one year deals really to me. They tried to they tried to build a team right now that is competitive, right now that is going to make the playoffs, right now that is going to at least appease LeBron and not have a losing season. He will keep his streak alive for the playoffs and all that stuff. But it's not a team that's finished, and we're looking to finish that in 2019. And just having LeBron on your team, yeah. look what it just did. Right. Oh, it changes everything. It changes everything. The culture, Everybody wants the to mood, play with you. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm completely agreeing on that. People will drop. Will 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 take millions less to play. You don't think Magic, if Magic told uh, LeBron in their meeting, hey, I'm going for Lance Stevenson and Rajon Rondo, you don't think LeBron James would say, fuck yeah, let's get him. Right. I want both of those dudes on my yeah, team. They're, yeah, they're they're winners. And I, if LeBron didn't want him, yeah, either one of them, they wouldn't, wouldn't be on the squad. he wouldn't be here. Right, totally. I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one thing I, I do want to mention is that like, if this was 2010, Mm-hmm. And he decided to come to the Lakers. I think I would be adamantly against this. You'd be fucking so pissed. And you know, and there's there is an aspect of me that I've been saying for a while that I didn't really want LeBron because I thought it would be too much of a circus. So I still have that worry in my mind, especially with the whole Lonzo Ball and the Ball family thing. And and all of the there's already enough media attention on the Lakers when they were mediocre, when we weren't winning. A lot of media attention. Now that's going to be magnified a hundred times when you bring in LeBron. So there is something for everyone to be dealing with here. This is all new territory for everyone, including LeBron. Mm-hmm. This is a place he's never played in before. It's he's used to the media attention, but again, in LA, there's even it's more. Different. There's even it's more different. media attention, and the Lakers in, in general, like you, it, it's it's easy to impress us right now. But you get on that floor, and we want to see LeBron do LeBron. We and I don't think there's going to be any worry about that. Mm-hmm. But we we are expecting to have MVP caliber LeBron play for us for these four years. And you're expecting Showtime. Exactly. There's no. There's nothing else that I would expect. So. Showtime is back in Los Angeles. Yeah, it is. I would love to. I, I'm excited to see how, how it looks. I'm really excited to see it play. I really hope that this is where we're staying for now, and that and that we make our move for 2019. Try to get Clay. Try to get Kawhi. Whoever else. I. S- I say you focus on this season. Don't worry about I'm excited. next. I'm excited about this year yeah. for the development. Yes. I want to see what it looks like. And then the last thing I want to mention, and I guess we can talk about this in the next segment, Paul George. Yeah, we're going to get on Paul George. I want to talk about what we're happened gonna go, We're going to get it on the next one. Let's do it. But I, No, but I, I want to finish something really oh, fast. Oh, okay. You had more? This is I, I want to go off on something really fast. Okay. I don't think I really, I really made my point on this. Okay. To the Fairweather Laker fans. Right, okay? yeah. To the LeBron haters. My friends that I see every day at the gym that we talk and I've heard you talk shit about LeBron James and you're a Laker fan and now you're all of a sudden pro LeBron. I'm not playing that shit anymore. This is why I was upset. It's not about LeBron being there. It's about the fake ass Laker fans out there. You can't just jump shit, bro. You can't just be oh no, fuck LeBron. And now all of a sudden you're outside Staples Center like yesterday putting powder up in the air, throwing a fucking circus. You can't be those people, okay? You are the reason why I don't like Laker Nation. If you're real with it, if you've been a true fan for a long time, I fuck with you like that. Where it, was the support for the last five years? Where was it? When we when we were not making the and playoffs. And I'm talking to, Drew, I'm talking to some of my best friends. Yeah, sure. I'm talking about people that I was on the horn with last night. I remember all the shit that you guys said, and now he's on your squad, and now all of a sudden, you're all the uh, King James, King James. Fuck that. How about this, Laker Nation? LeBron James puts on a, on a Laker jersey. 
Kobe's not even the top five ever to wear a Laker jersey. Think about that. That's false. Think about that. I did. It's false. Did really? Yeah, I thought Wilt, about it. Wilt's better than 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 Kobe. What is Wilt better than Kobe as a Laker? No. Okay. So who's your five Lakers of all time? Kareem, mm-hmm. Magic, Kobe, mm-hmm. Shaq, mm-hmm. LeBron, Pro- probably Elgin or Jerry. So, Elgin or Jerry. Say it one more time. Kareem, mm-hmm. Magic, mm-hmm. Kobe, mm-hmm. Shaq, mm-hmm. and then Jerry or Elgin. So LeBron's not on that, and Wilt Chamberlain's not on that. Well, so that was my top five. So, but LeBron isn't on that list, period, I'm until he does gra- something. I'm saying to put on a Laker, the greatest player ever to put on a Laker jersey, wearing a Laker jersey. Okay. Not saying what they did for the fucking franchise. The greatest. Well, I, that's how I determine I my top five. And that's why I fuck with you, Drew. That's why I fuck with you because <laughs> you keep it real. You got to do something Look, for my squad. I, 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 as much as Drew and I argue, Drew has always been adamant about being a Kobe guy. And good for you. You should be okay. Yeah, he's Stick my, with that's my, who you, my dude. Yeah, that's who you grew up with. That's, that's my who guy. you watch win titles with. I yep, get it. Yep. You've always been fuck LeBron. Yeah, I respect LeBron. You do, and that's something that in I mean I'm 29 years old now, right? And that being able to witness greatness and it and identify it as greatness, it. Right. is completely separate from any other judgments that I had about him because I still don't really like him. No, and you and <laughs> and, and, I, and I like how you start. With, yeah. And, and to let everybody know, we uh, when Drew came over today to do this show. Uh, I didn't want to talk about anything with him. He hasn't talked to me in three days. I just want to get on the mic and turn it on. And this is basically us filling yeah. in each other how yeah. we're how we're feeling right yeah. now. And that's why I fuck with you though, Drew. Yeah, man. You didn't switch over, but but by by February you might be different. Well, it here's the thing: be- I'm I'm a Laker fan, right? right? So I'm gonna root for this you team. You have to. I'm definitely rooting for this right. team. And LeBron is now a Laker, right? So uh, he shows Lakers love. I'm gonna show him love. That's all I got. Again, back to my whole point though. And the joke on the internet is like, dude, whatever team LeBron's on, that's my squad. Of and course, I, and I get that. Sure, like I told, I totally. Get there that. is a lot of just LeBron fans in the world. There are that were Cleveland fans for four years, and Miami fans before that, not and then all, Cleveland fans totally. before that, and not all of them are as invested as some of us are. Right, you know what I mean? They're the ones that don't have a franchise. They're the ones that are the fair weather fans. And to Clipper Nation, this ain't the end of us, dude. And we can't. What we can hate on is the the Fairweather Laker fans. Let's show the Lakers a little bit of love. Let's show Magic some love. If you're a real Laker fan or a real basketball fan, excuse me, we can't hate on this shit. You know what I mean? We can't hate on the fact that they got the 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 great the greatest player in the world right now is on the Lakers in Los Angeles. Yep. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a difficult ride, but I say let's respect the ride. And um, if you're a real LeBron fan, let's cheer for LeBron. Let's cheer for let's cheer for the fucking Lakers, bro. I'm not gonna be cheering for them, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be hoping they they fail. <laughs> but Showtime's back in LA, and we're gonna come right back with segment three, dude. We're not done, Drew. All right, it's the follow through with Clips and Drew emergency podcast. We were going to do a thirty minute podcast, but we turned it into an episode. There's a lot to talk about. There is, um, and we want to get into one more thing. Yeah. So, like the big deal of the of the free agency, obviously LeBron, but the big statement before that was Paul George resigning with Oklahoma City. Quick. So he did a four year deal. Oklahoma City's coming back. Apparently, Russ flew out Nas. They had a good time together. It was his summer. It was his summer party that he throws. Russ and yeah, yeah. NDAs signed at the door. Really, you had to sign an NDA at the door. 
Wow, that's dope. Um, <laughs> that's super dope. Yeah, that's like a Bieber move. Yeah, that's what good, Bieber yeah, has cell phones that's a, left that at the door. Like a great party. Um, but eight to ten hours prior to that, the OKC barber who does everybody. Like if you go yeah. to Oklahoma City, he's the guy. He picks Paul George up from the airport. He cuts everybody's hair. He had come out with a statement on Twitter saying, OKC, you guys are going to be happy in a couple right, of hours. Right, 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 right. And we don't, we all don't know what that is. We don't know what that means. Right. Russ throws the party. And then literally two hours into the party, Paul George gets on stage and says he's staying right. um, with OKC. The funny thing about this, Drew, and I want you to get into a, in, in on it, is the fact that for two years we've been talking about Paul George being a Laker. Wanting to go to the Lakers. Wanting to go to State, the Lakers. He made statements, statements. about <laughs> going to the Lakers. I had dreams growing up in my driveway of playing for the Lakers. Blah, 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 blah. Right. Uh, he was in a position to get a fucking deal with the Lakers. We would have given him every uh, or they. Oh, it's already starting, people. Oh my god! Oh, here we go. I, I meant we. I'm speaking on behalf. God damn it! <laughs> I didn't mean that, guys. I didn't mean that oh at all. Oh my god, I love it. No, Lakers uh, expressed plenty of interest in Paul George. Didn't even take a meeting. This is this is I think the thing that he's gonna now uh, regret for the rest of his life. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest because. I think he pulled the trigger too quick. I don't know what his relationship with LeBron is like. And obviously it's not great because if it was great, LeBron would have said, hey, man, I'm thinking about going to L.A. I heard you like L.A. too. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe we can do this. Um, either that or Russ. There's a possibility. I want to look into the possibility of, 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 of uh, drugging. <laughs> Russ, you, Russ, 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 slipped him, Russ slipped him a little roofie. Dropped him a Russell, a Ru Russell Westbrook roofie. The Russell roofie, and he <laughs> put the pen in his hand, made the dummy like sign it on the piece of paper. Paul George uh, to Oklahoma City, but in all seriousness, I think he jumped the gun. I think he was feeling it. I think he enjoys all the excitement. I feel like Russell is a cool guy to hang out with. It seems like a fun dude. Seems like a guy who enjoys a good time and who, a guy who wants to win. MVP caliber player. Uh, Top five players in the NBA. Sure, absolutely. Yes. I have no problem with that. And you know, Paul just probably got overwhelmed. He was partying in LA. If I'm, if I'm, no, not, no, no. It was in. It, it was, was in Oklahoma. OKC. Oh, okay, yeah, it was cool. In Oklahoma. All right. My whole thing is, is like, if if this is something that Paul actually wanted, he could have had it. He could have been a Laker, and he could be playing with LeBron James next year. But instead, gonna go run it back with Oklahoma City. See what they can do. Who knows? Maybe they finish better than the Lakers do this coming year. But I can tell you right now, the opportunity to play with LeBron James when he's 33 years old only comes around once. Yeah, and, a lot of a lot and of, he turned that down. A lot of people don't want to be the second fiddle, though. You know, we've isn't he the second fiddle to the he is right now Russell yes. Westbrook, the yeah, top five player in the NBA. The he's the Batman to the Robin, or the Robin to the Batman, and he would have been LeBron's Rob, the Robin too, unless unless. unless we don't know something, dude. Unless, this is what I'm saying. Unless we, we don't know that magic, you know, magic. If if LeBron said, "Hey, I'll come to LA if Paul George isn't there," because sure, you know that's what I mean? I mean. We don't. I don't know. We don't know what their relationship don't. is like. I would love to hear somebody's take. Give me Brian Windhorst or somebody that knows LeBron and somebody whoever Paul George's guy is. Somebody talk to me because this is a missed opportunity. Or maybe they from really both ends because I tell you right now, LeBron James and Paul George and this roster that we have, yeah. you know, obviously maybe we don't have KCP and some of the other pieces that we re-signed, but holy shit, that's a squad. That's a squad. That is a contending squad. That's a squad that would make the fucking Warriors knees shake a little bit. Mm -hmm. That's a squad that makes James Harden go, "Oh shit." Mm -hmm. But now, you know, you know, maybe things happen the way that they do. I don't know. I just I it's just like you said to start this. 
Paul George came out and said he wants to be a Laker. Everything fell everything fell into place for him to become a Laker, and then he didn't do it. So I do think he'll regret that for the rest of his life. And I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna say this, dude. When when he didn't even take the meeting and sign with OKC, I said, oh shit, the Lakers aren't gonna get anybody. If Paul George knows something, we don't know. We don't. We have no. Well, idea. yeah, because we thought for sure that would be the the, the first, first one. the first one in if line. Anybody signs is Paul it, George. Paul George, first one in line. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, that was I was sho- I was more shocked by him signing with OKC than I was the announcement yeah. of LeBron signing for the Lakers. Yeah. So you know, only time will tell. Who knows? Maybe OKC's pulling shit uh, together. Maybe they're just gonna they're gonna live together in a house in Oklahoma. And they're gonna go fishing together all the time. They're gonna play three on three, and Melo's gonna have the time of his life. And they're all gonna bond and they're gonna turn it around. But God knows that that probably ain't gonna happen. We don't know. You know what I'm really happy about though? What's up? I'm happy that I can actually take a breath away from social media and like trying to figure out where everybody's gonna go. Yeah. And now all we really gotta figure out. Is like what's going to happen with Kawhi? Kawhi Demarcus, the Boogie, Boogie's going to make his decision here soon. Most likely, Pelicans, Lakers are making a big push for him. We have to clear space. The Lakers have to clear space right now. If we're going to make a move for Demarcus, we're going to have to we're going to have to clear out some some fucking cap space. You know what's crazy though is like even with I was talking to our our referee friend about it. Like yeah. Even clearing out space on Boston because we were talking about you know the possibility of LeBron going to Boston, Kawhi going to Boston. The pieces that the people want too are, valuable. Well, no, they're very valuable, but contract wise, they're not. Mm. They don't add up. Like if you need twenty five million dollars, I hear what you're for, saying. Right. for Kawhi, Jason Tatum and, and Jalen Brown are still on rookie contracts. Right. Terry Rozier's on rookie on, on yeah, small yeah. contracts. Right. You need these guys like the fucking Luau Dangs, like the right. DeAndre Jordans to match it up, which we haven't even talked about. Right. I, I, to- I do want to get into the rest of free agency, but I, I wanted to make that statement about Paul George. No, I I, I totally agree with you. Yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of happy that OKC is going to have a, another decent team again. Sure, they need to switch some shit up. Obviously, I or- mean they lost to Houston or they lost to Utah first round, and and that's just I don't know it's unacceptable. How does it get much better? <laughs> like, it's unacceptable. It, it has to improve. If if he's there again, he must see something that we don't. Or he sees the cheese, dude. And we came right, out. Sure. You know, I to me, I think a lot of these guys, and I came out on our Instagram, on my own personal Instagram as well, and said that like it's hard to leave forty million dollars on the table. Mm-hmm. It, it, but when you had fifty more coming with the Lakers, it's just hard. It's hard. Yeah. For these guys, especially at twenty eight, this is probably. Maybe your last deal, unless you're Chris Paul, that can pull a fucking max out at five, you know, at thirty. So yeah, Chris Paul re-signed with Houston. Re-signed four quick. years, one hundred and sixty million more than LeBron. He's making more money per year than LeBron James. Mm-hmm. He's making forty million dollars a year in Texas, which right. has no state. But they tax. lose Ariza, which is their back. Trez- Trevor's gone. He's right. a, he's in Phoenix now. Right. And I don't know. Did, did, has Capella signed yet? No, I, but I, they're talking to him. They're trying. Houston to, trying to re-sign. Okay, Houston's trying to re-sign mm-hmm. Capella. Uh, which at this point is is paramount because DeAndre Jordan went to the Mavericks, right? And if Houston, if they are reing up and, and just say let's do it one more time, see what we can do, and they already lost Ariza, you cannot lose Capella. Also, right. you but cannot. Capella, but Capella, unlike LeBron and uh, Paul George and these guys, he's going to take his meetings. He's going to he take time on it. He should. Right. He should get every single dollar right. out of this that he possibly I can. I agree. I mean, you already had Nerlens Noel mm-hmm. signed sign, with uh, signed with Oklahoma City today, right, right. so that's an addition. Nah, not that big of a deal. Um, we already mentioned Kevin Durant did re up with the Warriors, another two year deal. Uh, he took a little bit less as well. I think he didn't take he didn't take maximum money there. Mm-hmm. 
all signs point to Aaron Gordon staying with Orlando, staying, who was an, who was another kind of big name restricted free agent mm-hmm. that even the Lakers were possibly looking at a move for um, to try and bring another you know caliber young player in. But he's staying in in Orlando. Um, obviously, JJ Redick re-signed with Philly for one more year. There, it looks like they're going to try and re-up and do the same thing again this year. A little bit more um, experience under their belt. And then and Philly's going for Kawhi as well. They are. They're but, in. They're in play. But Philly took off the table. Markel's off the table. Ben yep. Simmons, Joel Embiid's off the table. Right. You're gonna have to take the expiring expiring contracts of well, they uh, Bellinelli signed with San Antonio. San Antonio back home. Bellinelli's back. Um, which which I get. I don't think I don't think at this point Philadelphia, unless there's a three team, uh, three teams involved that are going to be able to get Kawhi. There's and, there's still a way to do it, but right now you know. The, the, there's less and less value on Kawhi for the trade market as the days continue. Did I already say that Kawhi said he'll sit out the year? No. Okay, so Kawhi came out and said today that if he's not traded this year, he will sit out the he year. He said that today? Yes, dude, and this goes back. Holy shit. This is me saying again, like, I hate when the players can really dictate, like, what the fuck's really going to happen. Okay, well, you're not going to trade me, then I'm going to sit out. It's going to be like that. Yeah. You're going to sit out the year. You're not going to play for the team that's been paying you $20 million. We I didn't know he said that. That's crazy. Yeah, dude. And, and and this is a Kawhi that we're not used to, Drew. Yeah, it, there's been a there's been a real change with shift. him and his camp and all the people. His, I guess it's his uncle running that. Or he, his uncle's running it now. Or he really fucking hates San Antonio for whatever reason. Right. He was really butthurt about the Tony Parker comments. Tony Parker managed which, nobly. Which was like, to me, it was them being like realistic yeah <laughs> we much. have to keep going we so, can't just sit there and wonder about you we have to keep playing and so are like are you that sensitive Kawhi? right that's weird that's are, weird are you that sensitive i don't get it man i uh god i just i want him to play I, I don't care where he plays i want him to play i like watching him play he's a good player and it and now it seems like this whole thing is is blowing out of proportion so at least it sounds like uh, we're in for him to move or a- another year without yeah, but Kawhi. No team is going to sign this. No right. team he's, is going to give up assets right. unless you sign at least a three-year deal. Right. If I'm OKC, if I could finagle it. OKC, by the way, um, everybody, you know, we have been discussing luxury tax and whatnot. OKC is $130 million over the luxury yep. right now. Yep. Meaning, people, if you don't know what that means, that means you're a hundred you owe $130 million. So there's talks of a buyout with Melo to try and reduce that. They want that. They want to buy him out. I don't know if he wants that, because where is he gonna go? Well, he 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 would go to Houston. You think so? Yeah, and a heart if 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 God, if OKC says, you know, we'll give you twenty cash out, you know, boom, you can go to Houston. That's where he would go. He's gonna go with the homie. He'd either be a Laker well, or he'd be, yeah. or he'd be. I, and and I, dude, I, that's he, a shooter you might need. I, God damn it! If he can make a shot, <laughs> son of a bitch. If he can, if he can Who's actually, if he can just start spotting up and catch and shoot, come on down, bro. Let's go number fifteen with your name on it. Let's get it. Mm. Number seven, I guess. He's well, a seven now. The, I, I think, dude, the way you guys are going right now, I think a lot of people are gonna jump on board, and they might, yeah. they might, they might take that cheese. Mello definitely has a house here. In Los Angeles, like I, he would love to play with his best friend Chris Paul, Chris LeBron, and and uh, Carmelo are BFFs and yep. Dwayne Wade. Dwayne you know Wade, I mean, yep. Uh, he might even wouldn't even Dwayne Wade to the Lakers. Oh my God, <laughs> it's like that now. It's like that now. I don't know if we need him actually. No, I don't know if we actually need him. Nah, but dude. I think you he guys, still might show up. I think you guys. Are, no, he's staying in Miami. He's going to end up there. Um, I think the Lakers are in the best position right now. 
Yeah, and I think they're de- they're be- they're better than Houston. They're I think they're better than Houston. I think they're better than uh, OKC. Uh, you think the Lakers right now are better than Houston? I totally do. That's crazy. I do. That's that that is crazy to me. I do. I'm not ready to say that at all. Rajon Rondo, we're, we're completely unproven. Rajon Rondo could yes. lock up Chris Paul. I guess he can lock up Chris Paul. He can't lock up Steph. Steph ran rampant on him. He ran rampant on him. I like the Lakers. Nobody can lock up Steph. That's the thing. That's true. Nobody can lock up Steph. So we, if we, Rondo's in, in that category. Right. Uh, but then, hold on a second. Hold on a second. DeMarcus Cousins has agreed to a deal with Golden State. Shut the fuck up. Not a joke. Jeff Compton coming in right now with the Sh- hot tweet. Shut the fuck up. Adrian Wojnarowski. DeMarcus Cousins has agreed to a deal with Golden State. Oh, my God. Seriously? That is confirmed. I'm looking at Adrian Wojnarowski's Twitter. He said it. What is it? One year? Oh, my God. The terms have not been released. (laughs) DeMarcus Cousins. Hey, no. Fuck this. Fuck this, guys. This is where shit. This is is just getting stupid now. I don't know what to say. This shit is stupid to me, Drew. I got to hold it. My microphone just broke because I'm trying to get all fucking serious right now. That really just happened? That is confirmed. Am I screaming right now? Do I need to shut it? No, when you move it, though, that's an issue. I'm making a lot. I'm sorry, guys. My microphone broke. Boogie Cousins is now. Like, come on, dude. DeMarcus Cousins is now a Golden State Warrior. (laughs) One year. Yeah. DeMarcus Cousins signs a one-year $5.3 million deal. That's nothing. What is he doing that for? Holy fucking shit. Homie, who, what is he doing? Uh, KCP is making more money than that. 12. KC's making 12. What the fuck? Wait, bro. My, my mind is blown right now. Seriously? I don't know what to say. So there we go. So then now does it even matter where LeBron is? Where no. Does it matter where Paul George is? Does it matter where Kawhi so goes? Unfair. You know what, bro? Fuck the NBA. <laughs> fuck the NBA, dude. This is all your fault, Kevin Durant. Boogie Cousins on Golden State. Get the fuck out of here, bro. We're shutting this shit down, dude. We're done with this episode. Can we shut this down? (laughs) Let's shut it down. Let's shut it down. Hey, dude, it's a follow-through with Clips and Drew. My mind is blown. Fuck the NBA. It's Clipper Nation, but pro LeBron. (laughs) I don't know what the fuck's going on. My my life is so confusing right now. It's a follow-through with Clips and Drew. It's the Players Podcast. We're ghosts. We're coming back with episode 42. 41. 41. (laughs) Later. Price tags on making a world feel some. They don't have enough to satisfy a real one. Maverick Carter couldn't even get the deal done. Niggas scared to come towards us, gotta run from us. Louisville, hush money for my young gunners. Rick Patino, I take them to strip clubs and casinos. Stack casinos, get all of you niggas scratched like Primo. Worms, I just opened up a can of those. My mother had a flower shop, but I was Sandra's Rose. Two girls that I wrote like Indiana Jones. I make them hoes walk together like I'm Amber Rose.